0: Welcome to Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Over the next hour, you'll be introduced to business and local leaders impacting our community. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. Now, the host of Town Talk Dead
1: habitat for humanity of caroline county this morning and jason tickle here jason it's good to have you here good morning
2: good morning thanks for having me here always good to see you and uh want to wish everybody a happy thanksgiving
1: this week yep it is a uh it's a it's a it's a, a short week for many what do you do i guess you, you you your your families need a break and i know you've kind of worked that into the the, the whole plan of of them work working on homes but uh this this time of year I guess we get not only because of the weather but also because of the holidays. Yeah, this
2: is a this is an interesting time, you know, because we got four homes under construction but yet people got a lot of lives to live. So what we do is and we found this is is part of a better practice for us anyway. Each year we kind of you know parse out what we did the year before but we we purposely schedule in downtime around all major holidays okay so it gives the families a chance to have some time off gives my staff a little time to catch up on paperwork or if they want to use personal time they can so basically this whole week we've shut the site down you know these these uh, families, as you know, they put in a lot of sweat equity, and so what we really try to do is make sure that around the holidays they can have the time, the, the quiet time, to to really you know recharge themselves and realize this is why I'm giving up a year of my life is for my family. So hmm. so they're going to be all off this week. They'll be off Christmas week and you know uh, July Fourth. We always shut down around all the major holidays. So yeah, it's a it's a nice little. Break for him this week.
1: Well deserved too. It is. I, I I go to these sites and I and I see them working alongside various groups and and they have their own volunteers. A lot goes into it. Um, but like you, we always talk about the the if if you look at the end. It certainly is worth it financially for your, and, and, and just for stability for your family. Absolutely, this program is life
2: changing. As many people, the listeners, know, when, when uh, not only did they get an affordable home, a home payment that's typically less than nine hundred dollars a month for a three bedroom, four bedroom home, um, but they also move in with a ton of equity, anywhere from seventy five thousand to as much as a hundred thousand. Year one, it was a little less. We had about forty thousand. Year two was sitting around fifty thousand. But this year because just the prices of everything, they are moving in with you know 75 to $100,000 equity. So it is life-changing, but they put in a tremendous amount of work. 65% of the tasks to construct
1: the home, they have to be part of. So they, they put in a lot of time. Boy, it, it is, and just to see them in, in, in different kinds of weather, and it, it, you really do have to be prepared to, and, and I know you 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 get them already. You I mean you 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 go over that this this isn't just a financial situation that that you qualify for, but also you've got to be willing to like you say you know give up that give up that year to work on this.
2: Absolutely, I tell people when they come in the the easy thing for them the easiest part of the program is the loan. That's what's so good about our program; it is so attainable. But the hardest part is figuring out how am I going to get my sweat equity. You know, who do I have in my circles that can be a surrogate? You know, they're allowed to have a family member help them who isn't going to live in the home. Mm -hmm. So that is the toughest part, but it is really worth it. And, um, you know, they really get excited when the homes start to get to the phase we're in now. They got shingles on them um, and they're starting to shine a little bit. You know, you start to really get the vision for what it's going to look like. And everybody's just really excited. And and so, yeah, it's going to be a great week for everybody to just kind of catch up and enjoy some family time
1: habitatofcaroline.org for, uh, for all the information. Uh, as, as we get towards the end of the year, we'll spend a lot of this show uh, th- this, this morning just talking about how people can get involved financially and volunteering, but, but especially financially with, with uh, the work of uh, Habitat of Caroline because you are doing some really exciting things, and we'll get into all that too when we come back with uh, Jason Tickle this morning on News Talk 1230
0: WFEA. Welcome back to Town Talk on News Talk 1230. You can weigh in about today's topic on Facebook at WFEA 1230 and by text at 540-371-5756. Here's your host Ted Schubel.
1: Jason Tickle here this morning with Habitat for Humanity of Caroline County. Jason, when I last saw you, you were just getting ready to uh, to break ground on the, the 20 new homes off of the Lady Smith Road that, that that are gonna that are gonna be built these are exciting times for habitat of caroline i mean there is a lot going on
2: there certainly is yeah we we had our ceremonial groundbreaking we're getting our next group of families ready in january we're going to be starting those homes including the student build home where the students are going to build one for a local veteran so yeah it's a very exciting time lots of lots of things going on and lots of ways people can help through volunteering and donating and so we're we're very very happy with everything happening um
1: coming down the pipeline let's talk we, we will talk about volunteering because uh we we, we always do and, and and that really is an easy, an easy way for for people to help but financially especially as we we come to the end of the year it's important to, to remember uh just what your money goes to and it's it, your the the donations you're providing right now to, to Habitat of Carolina are helping build a lot of these homes.
2: They are, absolutely. And they're really helping us prepare for what is coming next. You know, we we are, we have very ambitious plans. Um, so when you donate to us, you know, one thing that I like to say, for every dollar you donate, it typically brings in like 5 to $7. Uh, either mm. through affordable loans, we get people in our community, or grants and, and various other uh, avenues out there. So it's a very good return on people's investment and um, – You know, when you you support programs like what we have, it is one of the proven methods to really change a household's life. So at the end of the year, nonprofits receive as much as 75 to 90% of the donations. So it's important for us to get out here and let people know that we have a program that is working, that people can support, and they don't even have to live in in Caroline. Um, But these programs help people, and so wherever you are, if you want to support it, you can go to our website, habitatofcaroline.org. Just click on the Donate tab. Uh, You can even designate certain things that you maybe want to donate to. For example, if you're into financial education, you can put a note. I want this to fund financial education. If you want to fund the student build, you can put in there, fund the student build, or just general operation fund. So you can kind of Hmm. tell us how you want to use your funds, um, and they will be used that
1: way as well. That's exciting that you, you you can do that kind of thing. and you, all you have to do is look at the pictures. go go to your go to your Facebook page or website and, and, and look at some of these pictures and the projects. and just the fact that you you know you're getting ready to you've already broken ground and it'll start work on the the, the 20 home subdivision or the the homes that you're doing in Bowling Green or in Milford right now. There is there there is uh, there is no slowing down what Habitat of Caroline is doing, and you can get involved financially. That you you can be part of that.
2: Absolutely, one of the things that I'm really excited about is you know I've realized one of the best ways to help the community is to provide lending services. So that's one of the big pushes. I. I want to expand our capacity so people can come to us and get loans and then work with real estate agents or builders. So that's one of the big things this year. We're trying to raise money to fully fund that program. Once we get that program up and running and a person's in it for about a year, year and a half, it'll be fully self-sufficient just through program Mm. revenue dollars. So... So, I mean, we're talking, you know, potentially tens, $20 million that we can bring to the region just by raising forty, fifty thousand dollars 50000 it's So it's a, it's, a really, um, it's a really good way to help a lot of folks. And so that's one of the examples of how you can help the community. And not just that, but we can package loans for anybody in the region. So it wouldn't just be people using those loans in Caroline, but they can use those loans
1: in, in any rural area in Virginia wow to be able to do that and, and get something like that funded like that it, it, it's just terrific and you know, like like you say this isn't just uh this isn't the t- these aren't the type of projects when you when you look at them especially when you see the families that that, that are impacted this isn't just a Caroline county thing uh, you don't have to just say well wish we had one of those around here but you, you, you're you're helping people in the region
2: we are yes we actually you know are a loan packager so people can come to us and and of course, we can't build outside of our service area, but we can definitely provide financing opportunities for mm-hmm. folks and things like that. So, I, I really believe that is one of the key futures for Habitat for Humanity uh, or other nonprofits in the housing organization is being able to provide that lending services that are available, not just the USDA loan, but there's several other loans out there in the market that that nonprofits solely can provide and package for people. So it's it's really one of our next evolutions that we really want to get to. We've we've tried the last few years, but you know, we just had to focus mostly on getting our self-help program going. And we feel very confident about that now. So we're really trying to take that next step and really Bring in this, get this other program fully going going forward.
1: Well, and it's exciting. What with the uh the the, the student program, we've had uh, Noah Hughes from the from Caroline County Schools in before and in in, in in talking about that. Boy, he's 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 enthusiastic about that program and just the just just what that's going to mean to. The uh, Not only families in Caroline, but the students in Caroline, they're they, they they going to acquire skills.
2: Absolutely. That's another great program people can fund. It's called the Future Builders Program. Students in Caroline High School in the CTE program will literally build a home on campus. Then we'll move it to the neighborhood, put it on the foundation, and it'll be sold at cost to a local veteran. We've had some great support already. Um, Atlantic Builders donated $10,000 at the groundbreaking ceremony far just committed five thousand dollars um uh the caroline moose lodge donated two thousand dollars Weben associated donated all of the site work so we've we've raised quite a bit of money for that but we still got a little ways to go um so that's another program and one cool thing about that when that house is sold all of those it will be sold at cost so it'll be affordable but all of those funds will go into a restricted funds and those students will get to repeat that process so it's very similar to what stafford high does yeah with their boots program I, you know, I love that program. I I would like to say that I that we you know invented this concept in Caroline, but <laughs> we didn't. We we borrowed it. You know, uh, imitation is the the sure. highest form of flattery. So the main difference with ours is, is is we put a restriction on the money that it has to be an affordable home. So they build really big, nice, custom homes, and that's great. Those students get a wonderful education, but because we're Habitat, we had to put that spin on it. So it's a win-win um so we're excited about that but noah has just got such a vision for the program and those kids are going to come out head and shoulders so much you know above what many other people in the region in the state and the nation are because he is really uh on the cutting edge of building science you know the homes that that uh that he's designed and we've designed together and the students these are phenomenal homes so just really excited so people can can donate and support that program as well
1: speaking of uh, on, on the cutting edge because you and i and uh you you and uh, mac took me around to a couple of the homes in bowling green that are really cutting edge and i know you just when, whenever whenever th- Whenever the, the the no step concept comes up, you start smiling and 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 just talk about. I mean, this is this has been a something for you for you know the last ten years or so. You've you've you know been thinking of things through you know in, in your mind and talking with people, and and now it's becoming a reality.
2: Yeah, that that's a, again when you donate, it gives us the opportunity to spend some time in research and development. You know, for literally ten years, as you know, you've followed this journey. I've went to engineers and said, "Hey, can we do this zero step on a conditioned crawl? No, just build a ramp. It's just, cheaper." Yes. And so, you know, having people donate allowed me to to let my staff the time to research and figure out how to do it. And Matt came up with that. So, we're very happy about that. So, that's another awesome way people can donate. One of the the things we're trying to do in the future because, you know, we want to develop neighborhoods and we have some counties we serve that are very rural. And so we would like to be able to, you know, do little small developments and bring in modulars, but we got to figure out a way to make those modulars zero step. So Mm. that's another way people can donate. They can donate and say research and development. And, you know, when we create this stuff, you know, we put it out there for the universe to use, too. So these designs... If a habitat in another area wants to do zero step, wants to do these things, we will actually give those things to those those people free of charge. And so um, so when you donate, um, you know, you can also put research and development and you you can know that even around the nation, you might help somebody in Mississippi get a home that is zero step entry or Mm. a home in Colorado because we've helped create these new concepts and these designs so we're we're that's why it's so much bigger than just Caroline. People can yeah, you know people can donate and realize that we are making a change in the industry, and so um so yeah, we're looking for people to help us make the change
1: and that's how you can get involved. If you go to habitatofcaroline.org dot org all kinds of information on how you can how you can contribute and and become part of that financial. I also think uh of with the the Bots family and what what they have meant to to just the the builds going on right now in bowling green. Absolutely. The Bots family purchased some land
2: and donated it to us. So that's another way that people can donate is, you know, purchasing land or donating lands, uh, you know, various fat ways you can don- donate tools, mm. vehicles, we need a dump trailer i mean there's so many different ways you can donate in fact if you go to our donate page we have a list there of different ways you can donate either in kind cash um you know planned giving for your estate i mean there's lots of ways people can donate Um, we have a a fund at the community foundation fund people can donate to if you're into more of the long-term type things Um, so there's just lots of ways people can donate and and again, you'll see a return of your investment. And when you're a donor, too, um, that always gives you access. You know, you can call and schedule uh, a time to come out and tour our homes. You can come out and work on them. You can see how your money is spent. So it's a really very transparent process as well.
1: I think of the of the Botts family. that they, they, they come out every month with Fredericksburg United Methodist Church every month. And they're out there working. I've seen them out there on some hot days and you know they could have just there 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 are so many things they they could have you know sold the land and and, and kept the money they yeah. could have a, a number of things they not only gave the land to habitat they're they're helping build the houses on that land
2: absolutely we love it they are one of our most essential groups when we dedicate these these four homes. They're certainly going to get a lot of recognition in that church because that group has just been phenomenal. So many people there. And I can't say enough good things about Bill and Sue. They really have have changed our affiliate for the positive. And so, yeah, they're a great example. And, you know, what I found a lot of folks like Bill and Sue – they, they not only like to donate, they want to go and see how their money's being used. Mm-hmm. So that's one of the beautiful things. If it's either in, in, in my habitat or in the other habitats, you can donate and then you can literally go out and help build or work on the projects that you helped fund. So you can literally see how your money's being spent. So there's very few organizations that you can do that type of thing just because of the nature of how nonprofits are and how non you know how habitat works so that's one of the really cool things you can donate and then you can literally come out and watch this this house form yeah. up out of the ground so it's yeah. a
1: really cool experience and you just think from now on they, they can go by that house at any time and, and just see a family living there
2: Absolutely, and know
1: that they help do that. I'm, I mean, I'm sure for you, I, I, I talk a lot, this time of year a lot with like the, the the Salvation Army. We'll talk about how a lot of the Salvation Army staff they'll talk about on Christmas morning, knowing that all the work that they've done that to, to get uh, gifts to, to families. Same with you. You've got to think. You know, here's, here we're coming up on, on on the holidays, and there there are families. Some of these houses will by you know at some point next year we'll be involved with the holidays but just past houses you've got families in caroline now that are celebrating the holidays and can really be thankful in 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 a home that you all help provide
2: absolutely and that is the beautiful thing holidays often bring that into focus you know because that's when we all get together as a family in fact i just emailed everybody sunday just you know telling them hey good job you know enjoy your time off yeah and um and this is what it's all about. You know, it's all about family. It's all about building those opportunities for them. So, yeah, it's a really neat thing to know that that you've helped change some of these lives. And if you look at study after study, the the facts are, if we really want to see change in in what's considered lower income households, it's increasing home ownership. Yeah, um and that's anything below eighty percent of ami, but we really try to focus in on forty to sixty percent of ami. Because that is really the group that has the hardest time because they just don't make enough to just really thrive, but that they make too much to, you know, to get much assistance, Mm -hmm. you know, so... So we really focus on that 40 to 60 percent household AMI. You know that is teachers, first responders, restaurant managers, nurses, aides, um, nurses even oftentimes. So these are these are the positions and the people that really are the glue of our communities. And if we didn't have them living in our communities, we would ha- we would have a lot of problems. We really would. I mean, imagine if you go to the hospital or you go to the doctor's office and you don't have nurses there to help take care of you or don't have office staff to help check you in. So these, these positions are, these, these jobs are vital and we got to make sure that we find a way for those households to thrive and be successful as well, because people, you know, we need these jobs. So it's really nice to be able to provide that opportunity for that, that, uh, segment of our population.
1: Well, and it's like, we talked about, we, we talked our uh, Rep. United Way talks about the Alice population. This is you, you you put a face on a lot of the ALICE population. Absolutely. The ALICE report, if people
2: don't know about that, if you're anywhere in the state, just go to your United Way and you'll see that there is this extensive report that breaks down every county in the Commonwealth. And it tells what ALICE is. It stands for Asset Limited Income Constrained Employed. And it really is our demographic. It's people who are below 80% of AMI. Again, we focus on 40 to 60 but we can help people up to eighty, but our emphasis is that that lower AMI. But that is Alice. You know, that is again our teachers, our first responders, mm-hmm. our, you know, restaurant managers, retail managers, so many folks that that essentially make our communities what they are. You know, we want to be able to go shopping. We want to be able to eat at restaurants and so this is really a good way to help balance that and make sure that that we have a holistic community.
1: Now, when I, when I was there a few weeks ago when the uh, the sheriff's office was was volunteering and 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 Mac Williams was talking with them and saying, "This is the kind of home that uh, a lot of people that work for the sheriff's office we can get we can get your people in, a, in in a home like this they need to look at this and that absolutely. i mean we, we we talk about what it means economically but like you say for for at least just practically for caroline county schools and for the sheriff's office it keeps some of those workers maybe in the county because all of a sudden they have a home and they don't have to look they don't have to look elsewhere
2: absolutely when you know you can afford a home payment that's not going to be more than 30% of your household income when you know that you're going to build equity and wealth you know why do you need to go to these other places if you can live comfortably on a on a, a lower income in the in caroline and just have the same co- creature comfort still be yeah. able to take your vacations still be able to own a home mm-hmm. why not so this is just a win-win um and that's one reason that we really have a lot of support in the in the community because people really understand that that alice is somebody they know it is their deputies it's our police it's it's our teachers and so this is it's a uh, it's it's one of those things
1: it's it's just uh i haven't found a person who's against it yet right right habitat of if you want to get involved financially we'll talk when we come back about volunteering and uh, some other things with the habitat. HabitatofCaroline.org. Jason Tickle here this morning. More on News Talk 12:30 WFVA.
0: It's 8:30 from the Fredericksburg Today online news studios. This is News Talk 12:30 WFVA, Fredericksburg, a Centennial Broadcasting Station focused on Fredericksburg. This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Hear the show anytime by subscribing to the Town Talk podcast on your favorite podcast platform. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel.
1: Jason Tickle here this morning from Habitat for Humanity of Caroline County. Habitat of uh, Caroline.org. I thought of you yesterday when I saw that uh, Mrs. Carter had died because it was, it was, I really was a, I was really first heard about Habitat for Humanity way back years ago through it was president carter when 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 he got involved with uh with habitat
2: yeah we like to say he's our most famous volunteer him and his wife they really were essential for putting habitat in the position we're in today you know we were started by a a guy named millard fuller and uh it was doing well but it was very small it was Mm -hmm. a georgia thing and when mostly and when the president came on board it just exploded and uh and really, so we're very grateful to to Mr. Carter and Mrs. Carter for their commitment over the years. Um, just in 2019, they were literally on uh, on job sites to build that. homes. So, I mean, just phenomenal human beings, regardless of what you think of their politics. They, yep. have, they have brought so much good into this world. And so our, our thoughts and prayers are to the whole Carter family and the community down there that love them so much. And we're very grateful to them and everything they've done.
1: Yeah, they did they, they they put a name to habitat and I remember that's why I started covering things and and before you knew it then they were in they were in this area and uh, just to look at, at, at what's going on in Caroline and again as we, we talked about in the in in the last segment if you if uh, if you want to donate whether it's land whether it's finances habitat of caroline.org also all kinds of opportunities to, to volunteer we we talked about Fredericksburg United Methodist coming. I know the Caroline Sheriff's Office has continually brought people. Uh, they're, they're just really are, are are great ways to get together. And, and the, Sheriff Moser, in the uh, a couple of weeks ago, was 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 telling me that uh, he he brings people out and, and and he sees just how they work in the office together changes after you after they've worked together on a Carol on a on a habitat site in Caroline.
2: It is. It's such a great team building experience. It, you know when you get in different environments and you got to think differently than your normal job it really does allow you to to kind of just build your team so it's a very very great thing you know for groups either you know employees or just church groups you know maybe you got a mission trip you're doing this summer habitat's a great way to train your team to get that unity together to get get things together so what a great idea you know so pe- yeah people can come out you know i've done mission work for years and that's i wish that when You know, when I got to plan these, because I used to plan mission trips, I wish I would have thought about that. And now I'm like, this is a fantastic way for people to train and get their teams ready. Um, By the time you get
1: there, you're not having to, because I've been on mission trips like that. And usually it's a day or two to sort of get every, you know, figure out what everybody can do and, uh, and, and, and how to kind of parse that out. You go work on a habitat site, you you, you learn all that.
2: Absolutely. You kind of develop, you know, I mean, you you have natural leaders, you have this. So when you get them there together, you can really start to identify people's strengths. So when you go into wherever you're doing, you can hit the ground running Mm -hmm. because you already know, okay, this person is... This person is great at this this person is great at that yeah so it's so many benefits to come out and we really these four homes it's really important that we finish those early in 2024 because we got these other 20 homes that we have to build so so yeah and you know the month of december you know traditionally also a lot of january is kind of slow for volunteers so Mm -hmm. it right now is essential time if people can find a way to carve a little time out Either individually or as a group, it would be such a blessing to our families and 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 just make it a little smoother when we transition from these four homes to our next set that we're starting in you know early twenty
1: twenty four. Well, and uh, you you think of, you think about the fact that, that that most most churches who do missions kinds of trips, it's a summer kind of thing, get on that right now and you know get get your people. Get your people trained and and doing that kind of thing.
2: Absolutely, we've kind of figured out if your church has more than a hundred people, you can generally staff a group once a month. Less than a hundred people, you know, between fifty and hundred, maybe about every six weeks. Um, so, it's, so it's a phenomenal way to you can set up a reoccurring thing so that maybe can't maybe everybody can't make it this time, but you you set it up mm-hmm. you know so that we can literally set it up in advance. So you could. Put out to your congregation we're going to go out this date in january this date in february this date in march so that people can plan and coordinate and make sure that they can get there so we have the ability that's one of the beautiful things about having our program and having the usda support is we can really plan long term so people can kind of say so, hey you know and, and for years that was a struggle for me with churches want to do stuff and i'm like hurry up you know i'm like it, it, it's it's like the marines hurry up and wait you know and yeah. then all of a sudden it goes and so um so now we're able to kind of really with this funding really look long term i can literally schedule people now for next june july even so hmm. if people want to call like we can literally start to do that stuff now and that's the beauty of of what we have happening down there
1: and we we, we uh we mentioned the the the, uh, the the bots family how how they have, have played such a pivotal role the uh, the george washington regional commission that 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 whole grant that you got um that, that to help to help build all these and and that that really has gotten a lot of area localities have, have gotten in, in, involved with with Habitat of Caroline and like we said just because it's Caroline County doesn't mean if, no matter where if you you live in Stafford or Fredericksburg or the city Caroline or King George it it, it for all of us it uh, it applies
2: yeah you know it's interesting you say that i was just at the governor's housing conference and governor young and his team and everybody there in dchd they stressed the fact that housing it has to be looked at regionally mm-hmm. i mean just look at the veterans hospital going up down there at massaponics yeah you know that's going to hire a lot of people And those people are going to live not just in Spotsylvania, but they're going to live in Fredericksburg. They're going to live in Stafford. They're going to live in Caroline. So you really, you know, experts and our political people are saying we have to look at this as a regional thing because you pop in a a thousand, you know, uh, employee factory here. Those people got to live somewhere, yeah. and it's going to be spread out throughout the region. So I'm very happy that GWRC and that our state in general has taken on this new stance of regional housing. One thing that I was really impressed with the governor and what he said in an announcement he made is that if any locality wants – and I've been saying this for years – if any locality wants to use state economic development dollars, they have to have a plan for housing. If, hmm. that, if that company is going to bring 1,000 employees, they want to know, what are you going to do to house those people? You know, so there's just, it's just a really good time to be in housing. I think I think uh, both parties are finally starting to get how important it is. Yeah, People are in place that are actually trying to do things about it. So it's a really, really good time, you know, regionally, wise, nationally. I will say this, the budgets are going to be very tough the next two years on a federal level. But- fortunately in virginia we have a very robust housing trust fund so i think we'll be able to weather those storms mm-hmm. and you know but that's just the way federal budgets are they ebb and flow but yeah it's a beautiful time to be in affordable housing because people want something done about it and if you're an organization that says i have a plan there's plenty of opportunities for you to get out there and do it
1: now well and i know as the, they're a lot of these discussions have been taking place over the years, both locally and at the state level. You and I have talked, and at times you just throw your hands up when when they're talking about, quote-unquote, affordable housing, and you'll say that's not affordable, you know, they're not really dealing with the issue there. And it seems like there's more of that, that they are getting closer to the issue.
2: It is, yeah. I, I think it's taken a long time, but I, I think that just... In particular, I think the pandemic, it changed a lot of people's views, but hmm. people started to realize how important uh, a stable, safe home environment is. When suddenly everybody's spending, you know, 90% of their time in their home, you're like, oh, okay, this is really important. So right. I, I think it really it, – I saw signs of it changing before 2020. You know, I really did. Um, but, but the pandemic seemed to put it more in high gear as far as people's awareness of it because now suddenly – you know, their children who have kids maybe, or they're crowded in an undercrowded home, and maybe they didn't notice it before because their kids were at school all day, yeah. they're all at work, so they're only sleeping there. Suddenly when you got, you know, uh, mom and dad at home and three kids at home in this small home, you're like, whoa. So suddenly now home has taken this higher priority, which it should always have had. So yeah. I'm very happy that, that we have politicians on a federal, state, and local level that that really wanna see some things happen. And that's all of our region. You know, there's Stafford has a work group going now for affordable housing, so I commend them for that. Uh is doing some things, the city's obviously doing some things, and so in King George as well. So we really have a lot of folks in the region trying to make some things happen.
1: And we should mention that the habitat of Caroline is uh doing things in, in, in Caroline, but uh you're also branching out in uh, in into some of the northern net communities.
2: We are, yeah. Our twenty twenty five through twenty twenty-seven grant, we'll will have self-help groups going in Essex and King and Queen. We're currently in the process now working with our Habitat International office to also officially we've we've had to go ahead and green light for a couple years where we're officially taking in Westmoreland and Richmond counties in our service area as well. So we'll have five counties that we service. And it is our goal to have a group of eight self-help homes going in each county per year. So, I mean, if you think about that, that could be as many as 45 homes a year. That's a big deal. That's a huge deal. So that's what we're trying to do in 2025 and 2027.
1: And that's why this is, if if you want to get on board and get involved financially... Please do, especially this 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 time of year. HabitatofCaroline.org, If you go to the donate page, and 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 like we said, you, you get in on all of this.
2: Absolutely, yeah, and your your dollars will reap a return. That's uh, we're proud of that, and it's uh, it will make change a lot of lives. I mean, imagine forty five families a year. Maybe mm. not in your county, but the one over to it, it definitely will impact you. I promise you that.
1: Right, and just and yeah uh, just. To, just to play a part in that is, is is a pretty cool situation you sit down with all the people who are who are interested in this and and uh, and, and hold uh, information sessions where you go over all of it and I mean th- these sessions last a couple hours they do they're about two hours the
2: next one actually is, uh, December 9th. Now, you might see some stuff out there in the internet that we're having one Wednesday night, but when I scheduled that, I was that was like last January. I, didn't, didn't, look, f- I didn't look at my calendar to see that that was the night before Thanksgiving. I so don't we, think
1: that's going to happen.
2: Yeah, so we canceled that one. So the next one is December 9th. It's Saturday at 10 a.m. It's two hours long, but we go through everything. And we'll stay there longer. Um, it takes me about an hour to go through the program, and then I just do question and answer. And I've often found the question and answer is one of the most insightful parts of it because people all have the same questions, but they're too scared to ask them. So that Mm. person asks and it triggers the next question. So really the question and answer session is so important. I mean, you can go on our Facebook page and look at past presentations. Now, some things change, income, things like that. But overall, the whole sweat equity stuff, you can hear about it there. Yeah. But, um, but the question and answer session, that's a different thing. You come to that, and that's where you figure out, okay, how do I get the rubber on the road? How do I make this work? How do I get a surrogate? How do I get my employer to let me switch my hours a little bit temporarily? So we yeah. kind of we kind of uh, talk about the different ways people can work it out in their lives because, as we've talked about, the hardest thing is going to be how to get their sweat equity hours and 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 I will also mention this you know, during COVID, we had to get, require 30 hours a week. Now that COVID is done, we have not had to request more than 24 hours. So if you have three people, which that's ultimately the goal, that's eight hours a piece, totally manageable. And yeah. Uh, yeah. even at 30 hours, it's 10 hours a piece. So it's it's definitely, definitely doable. So I encourage people come out December 9th and hear about it firsthand and see if it's right for them.
1: Right. You You may think, you don't know my you don't know my situation, and you've always explained that uh, maybe your situation might take six months or a year or two to get uh, to get resolved and and cleaned up. But uh, if if there's a way, you'll do it. Absolutely. You know what I found too? Most people in
2: the income bracket we serve, they might have some messed up credit, but believe it or not, the debt inc- the debts are very low. Because hmm. they haven't had a less high income, so they haven't been able to get all this credit extended to them. So oftentimes it's hmm. easier for me, and I have friends that aren't in that income bracket, and I'll coach them personally on how to get there, and it's oftentimes easier for a low-income family to get their financial house in order than somebody who's making 120000 a year because they've extended themselves yeah. so, they've got their skis so ahead of themselves That it's just hard, but I really have found if you're in that 40 to 60, you might have a couple things on collections, but it's, you know, in people might be thinking, oh, I owe owe $2,000, $3,000 in the grand scheme of things. That is not that big of a barrier. We can help you formulate a pathway to get (laughs) that out of the way. And, uh, you know, again, so if people think it's not possible, I'll tell you, it's totally possible. Come on out and I'll show you, I'll introduce
1: you to 14 people that have made it happen the last two years. And and if anybody can do it, it's so so often at the, uh, either at the the groundbreaking or when the the, the home is finished, people will talk about, I didn't think I could do it, but I talked to Jason and, you know, he made it happen.
2: Yeah, we do. And it's not just me, it's my staff, it's the USDA. I mean, there's so many people that are going to lift you up and help you get to where you need to be. You're not doing this alone. You have a community there with you. I mean, you got the Fredericksburg United Methodist Church coming out every month. You got the <laughs> sheriff's office. Yeah. You got people like Don coming out every week to help, help you build your home. So there's so many people you're not doing alone. You may never even know all the names of the people that have helped you, but you have literally 50 to 100 people. That are helping you make this happen. So, I want to encourage people: if you make less than seventy-two thousand five hundred dollars a year, come on out, hear what we can do for you, and you can you can own a home, and it will change your life.
1: Wow! HabitatofCaroline.org. He is Jason Tickle with Habitat of uh, Caroline, and again, HabitatofCaroline.org. We'll conclude. We'll wrap it up when we come back on News Talk 1230 WFEA.
0: This is Town Talk on News Talk 1230 WFVA. Download the all-new News Talk 1230 WFVA app for Apple and Android. Text your comments or questions directly to the studio at 540-371-5756. And now, here's your host, Ted Schubel.
1: Jason Tickle here this morning with the Habitat for Humanity of Caroline County, Habitat of Caroline.org. Well, in this uh, in this season of thankfulness, Jason, I'm thankful for you and in 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 all that you're, that you're providing the community. This is a this is a, uh, a, a w- w- the things that we talked about, especially the last few minutes when, when when you talked about what people are able to get if they just just look into it and step forward and 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 and, and, and talk about it. And uh, habitat of Caroline just it's 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 been a blessing to have what 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 you've been able to do for. For for homeowners in 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 the area and really look into this. It's it uh, whether whether you're the whether you're a person looking to get into it, whether you want to volunteer and in in help out that way, and just just be that be that maybe it's just one or two of you come every month and and, and do something, or a group, or if uh, you can uh, you can financially help. This is uh this is a this is a huge story going on in Caroline that. Uh, a lot of people still haven't noticed. I don't know how you can with the the number of homes being done, but uh, well done. We're, we're, we're thankful to have you in the area. Thank you. We're so thankful for you
2: and and the station here helping us put the word out. Uh, You know, Town Talk is really an essential part of our community fabric, you know, without, without you guys kind of Putting so many, not just my organization, but every morning you got some good group or some good business on, and so we're grateful that you guys provide that to the community. And so thank you, Ted, and thank you to the to everybody here that works here for for what you guys do to put the word out into the community. But, now
1: it's it's uh, it's it's our pleasure to be able to to be able to do this and and, and just and just talk about these things. Again, if uh, you you want to get involved with uh, with volunteering or or financially go to habitatofcaroline.org, go to the donate page, and no matter what you can give, it can help in some way. Absolutely.
2: There's no amount too small or too large. I'll put that out there too. Yeah. Um, Yeah. But yeah, it's it's such a good thing. Um, It's local. You can come out. You can meet the families. You can work with the families. So yeah, whether you want to volunteer or donate, check out our excuse me, check out our website. And uh, we'd love to love to talk to you more about it. And also, you know, another thing I can do, if people do want to donate and want to learn more, we can do what's called a house tour. So you come out, mm-hmm. I, I, you come to our office, I go through our financials and then we take you out and we show you some of the homes we build as well. So if we have donors that want to learn more about us and stuff, we can make that happen too.
1: Yep, you can see the, uh, the uh, you've got you've got homes now kind of scattered all around Caroline County uh, and uh, or you can see the ones the, the the ones being built. There's there's a couple being built right down from your office.
2: Absolutely, in uh,
1: in in Bowling Green as you go through Bowling Green and, and see those houses, they are a sight to see. Yeah, you can't miss them. The corner of Travis and Broadus, and they are just
2: shining, looking good on that hill. I can't wait to the siding and the doors and all that are on it. Those houses are gonna really show nice.
1: I think what you're thinking that by next summer there'll be someone living in them.
2: Oh, by next spring there'll be someone living oh in okay there. Yep, yeah because they're they're yeah. already
1: under the the roof is up and i know you're, you're i've not seen inside what's going on but.
2: you know depending on the weather and depending on factors yeah. we'll finish anywhere from march to may um that's when we'll finish those homes and then, then the other homes for the neighborhood those will start in january and kind of be phased in throughout 2024
1: habitatofcaroline.org where you can find out all the information habitatofcaroline.org again uh, if you want to get with Jason and uh, hear the presentation and talk about this December the 9th so uh, look at that too. Jason uh, happy Thanksgiving we'll uh, see you soon my friend. Happy Thanksgiving thank you everyone. Thanks for listening we'll see you in the morning.